0: Hi guys, I'm, I'm Peter, I'm from Copenhagen, and I'm here to talk about build systems. It seems that there are a lot of build systems out there for front-end uh, developers, and uh, I seem to have a completely different idea on how to actually do it. So let's start out with uh, why do we actually need a build system. There's this guy, Steve Souders, who has spent years and years on testing and documenting all the reasons why we need a build system, or actually how to gain web performance and he has published these 14 rules on uh, how to make your website more performant and all of them basically conclude development code does not equal production code to very quickly push your website over the internet to a browser you have to do all the things that you don't want to do in development in development you have clean maintainable code you have modular code lots of files um, you have lots of comments and in production that ends up with a small website being like a hundred HTTP requests and it's very slow. So in production you have all the ugliness that you could ever think of, completely unmaintainable code, and generally you, you, you don't want to look at it at all. So since these two don't equal at all and you don't want to be coding production code, you need to be coding development code and development code is beautiful. So we need to somehow, get from development code to production code, preferably without you doing anything about it. That would be the best thing. So this is why people have come up with different ways of building your website, actually compiling your website for the browser. And uh, a typical build system, you might not be able to read this, but I'll try and and read it aloud. A typical build system does things like pre-processing, CSS and JavaScript, concatenating CSS and JavaScript, minifying CSS and JavaScript, maybe even HTML, sprite your images, optimize your images, maybe inline your images even. Um, It has some way of handling a caching strategy by renaming, maybe even build so you can put your static assets on a CDN, and maybe even have a cache manifest. And those are only some of the things that a build system might do for you. So this is really, really hard to do for the everyday developer who actually just wants to make the product and not the build system. So um, how we, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to just implement this, each one of you. So what people have done is divide and conquer. They split these up into tasks, and each individual task is easier to, to do. So uh, let's just go and build a build system right now. I'll uh, I'll choose the concatenation of CSS, and then I'll leave uh, the rest to you. So a CSS concatenation, this is really, really easy. For those of you who know the command line on Unix, for example, just cat my CSS files, pipe them into my bundle.css, and I'm done. It's that easy. Well, now I've done this, that's an easy task. But we're not quite done yet. How do I get my CSS files? There are different approaches. Uh, we see them in the existing build systems, like HTML5 boilerplate, YUI Builder, Grunt. Um, some of them have this approach to before you actually actually do your task, you need to find the things. You can do it by having uh, small manifest files, with, uh, which lists basically all of your CSS that you want to concatenate. But this gets a bit tedious, because you already write your CSS in your HTML, so it works in your browser. So we can just do a little uh, glob statement that says everything that's under slash CSS just concatenate it for me and bundle it. Um, And I'm just assuming that uh, order doesn't matter and you're all modularizing your CSS so nothing will clash anyway. And you don't have any CSS in there that you don't want to go into production so yeah. It's, it's a little bit ugly, but not that ugly, so I'll, I'll go ahead, this is my CSS concatenation. Um, but then I have this bundle that's CSS, and what do I do with this? I need to get it back in my HTML. And we don't want the manual interaction, we just concluded that, so we have to have a post-processing step. And uh, HTML5 boilerplate sources like, like, like this. There's an HTML comment that says, concatenated CSS starts here and another one that says, it ends here, and everything in between gets replaced. Well, that's a little bit ugly as well, I have to add two comments to my, to my HTML, but I'll live with it, it's not really a problem for me, it's only a problem for you, because you have to adapt. So we're back at the build system, and I just did my concatenation of my CSS with my before and after step, and Kenneth, who is down here, I gave him the task of optimizing images, And before he can optimize the images, he needs to find them and then he needs to refer to them. And if we each one of us build a single step in this build system, then we all need to somehow find our resources and we all need to get it back into the HTML. I will assume that each one of you will read from the file system and write to the file system as well. This is a lot of IO and it's really, really messy. So what if we did it in a different way? What if we could, in one single step, get all our resources and then just work on them? That would look like this. So you do one single pass, you get everything, you get, find all the relations, all the assets, then you do your tasks, and then you serialize it to HTML or to your output. And um, we got this idea, me and a colleague, and we went ahead and did it. Um, and it's a system that co- that's called Asset Graph. It's uh, it's a generic build system toolkit. It's not a build system per se. It's something that you can go and build your build system with. It uh, works on HTML. It's DOM based, so it traverses everything just like the browser does. It finds all your CSS inc- with CSS includes. It you, uh, finds required JS statements. It even works inside conditional comments and understands them and goes back into the um, so, what you have once you've parsed everything, then you have a graph. It's, it's basically a data model. It's a graph where all your assets are nodes, and all your relations are edges. On top of this, we built a query model with a MongoDB-like syntax. Some of you might have seen it before. So now you have this data model, and you have a query syntax, so you can get any resource in your entire tree, or in your t- entire graph for your website. And then you can go on to your high-level transforms which we of course implemented all the steps before are implemented in asset graph so you can just take your query which gives you a result of assets pass it to the high-level transform which will then transform your assets for you and manipulate the graph so it now uh, has done all the transformations for you this all streams through memory so it's very very quick it never writes any intermediary files or anything so you just Pass everything, tell it where to put it, and then outputs your files. It's written in Node, it's BSD licensed, and it's on GitHub. And uh, it should be the first hit on Google if you Google for AssetGraph. Now, of course, this didn't solve our problem, so we built on top of it AssetGraph Builder, which, which is a very non-generic, very opinionated build system, which solves our problem of building a single-page web application. Um, it's easily te- easily testable. You can also find the documentation on GitHub. You can just npm install it. It works on development code. You don't have to do any adaptions at all for this to read all your development code. Unless you use some script loader that we haven't implemented yet. I'd like to hear from you so we can. It has a single executable build production which you point at your index file and then it eats your entire web page and builds it. And it does all the things that I mentioned before, and automated spriting, which seems to be a, quite a big hassle for all the developers out there. And it's available on GitHub as well. And I would love for you to try it, but what I'm really here for is have a discussion about build systems, about build systems. How can we make them better? And I'm interested in hearing your use cases, because when I hear some use cases that we haven't met yet, I'll just open up an issue and we'll implement it. So that's basically it. Thank you. I'll be, uh, I'll be listening in on, on the hashtag AssetGraph if anyone wants to communicate on Twitter. And I'll be here for the entire conference. Just find me. I'll love to talk about this. Okay.